Hello and welcome to the Comic Wrap-Up, recorded live here at Four Color Fantasy's comic book store in Rancho Cucamonga, California. I'm your host, Mike Maxwell. Joining me, my permanent guest, <laughs> owner of Four Color Fantasy's Chris Brady. Uh, hi, how's it going? Almost got out of it today. <laughs> <laughs> he was trying. He heard we were talking Fantastic Four and he was trying to get anybody anybody else to talk in his place. I hate the Fantastic Four. <laughs> Which makes you the perfect person to talk about them. I, I don't know anything. They're you, annoying. Clearly, you, there. you don't know our Stanley demographics. sucks, and uh, yeah, there we go. They The people that listen to our show, they like our, our pessimism and our negativity. So <laughs> that's, that's what they want more of. More pessimism yeah. and negativity. I can supply that. Positivity be damned. <laughs> so. I can definitely supply that. <laughs> So what uh, what's going on uh, this week in Let's the, the uh, world of got, comic books? We got a few good things. Uh, Angel uh, number four comes out this week. That's Angel, like Buffy and Buffy Angel. Buffy and Angel, yeah. Uh, Black Hammer number eight. Buffy number uh, six comes out this week. That's season eleven. Call of Duty Zombies. Um, Depp. Uh, let's see what else. Shaolin Cowboy. Hole stop the rain. Yeah, I like I like the read, sound of that title. Have you ever read Shaolin? No, I have you not. Check it out; it's pretty good. Actually. It sounds like that's right up my alley. Uh, All Star Batman number nine. Uh, you have Aquaman twenty one. Astro City forty three. Uh, we have the Lenticular Batman number twenty one that comes out this week uh, of the Button storyline, which is referring to the Watchmen coming into the DC universe. Hmm. Uh, yep. Let's see, Batwoman number two. Cave Carson has a cybernetic eye, number seven. I know. Uh, Deathstroke, 17. Uh, Green Arrow, 21. Green Lanterns, 21. Harlequin, 18. Injustice Ground Zero, number 10. Um, Justice League, number 19. Lucifer, 17. Nightwing, 19. That's a lot of books. Um, yeah, a lot of books. Super Suns, number three, which has been selling out, actually. Uh, Damien and... Um, Chris, I think is the name of the character, the Super Son. Hmm. Uh, Superman 21, Superwoman number 9, Trinity number 8, Wildstorm number 3, and we do have the Jim Lee variant available. So Nice. And uh, Wonder Woman Earth 1 Trade Paperback, Volume 1. Get your lesbian Wonder Woman on. <laughs> uh, Back to the Future number 18, G.I. Joe number 4, Highlander America Dream number 3, uh, Mask. Mobile Armored Strike Command, number five. My Little Pony, Friends Forever, Mike, just for you, 38. <laughs> Star Trek Green Lanterns, volume two, number five. Uh, Image Comics, you have Beauty, Black Science, um, Curse Words, Descender. Wow, a lot of good books this week. Few, Good Country, I Hate Fairyland, uh, Invincible, 135, Low, Monstrous, Plastic, number one, which is the one I'm recommending. It's about a guy who's a murderer who um, him and his girlfriend decide to travel across the country. He gives up murdering, you know, because she calms his mind. And along the way, she gets kidnapped and he's forced to have to murder again in order to keep her safe. Yeah. And then you come to find out that she's a blow up doll. 
<laughs> yeah, so <laughs> it's very interesting. Uh, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Redneck, Royal City, Sex Criminal, She-Wolf, uh, Marvel, you have Captain America's uh, Steve Rogers, which starts the whole uh, Secret Empire stuff. Because you also have Secret Empire Zero coming out this week. Uh, Daredevil, Deadpool, Doctor Strange, um, Invincible Iron Man, uh, Monsters Unleashed number one, which is a new ongoing. Nick Fury, Punisher, Royals number two, which is the Inhumans book. Secret Empire Zero. Um, you have Silk. You have Star Wars Poe Dameron. Sex of Poe Dameron. <laughs> Star Lord number six. Thunderbolts, Totes Os Hulk. Uh, I know, I know that just makes you shake your head every time. Wait, totes os Hulk, and look at you, SMH. Oh, look at me, I'm all young and hipster. <laughs> and anybody who knows me knows I'm not young nor hipster. So, uh, US Avengers number five, Venom number six, and a bunch of other books. So, I'm not even gonna go into that list. So, but a lot of good stuff this week. Really a lot of good stuff. And um, Four Color has some big events coming up. We do. Oh, my God. We have a... <laughs> yes. We actually have a signing today, which would be Wednesday when you hear this. It's for Jetters. Uh, it's from 12 to 4. It's a local indie creator who will be here signing her book. Um, we also have, uh, of course, Guardians of the Galaxy coming up. Uh, our screening on May 4th at 8 p.m. Uh, we also have free comic book day. And we'll be sending out an email of all the creators and stuff on Free Comic Day. Uh, we have um, we have a blood drive going on that day where you can register online. We also have, um, what else do we have? We have a costume contest with three different age groups, uh, adult, uh, teen, and toddler. And that'll be, uh, that'll be on Free Comic Book yeah, Day? Yeah, that'll be on Free Comic Book Day. So you'll walk around uh, in your costume. You get a little baggie and people can vote for you. They get like a ticket to vote. And so you go around and you basically solicit people for their tickets. <laughs> <laughs> or people can walk it's, up to you. I like that it's a you. casual contest. You make the, them do all the work. Hell yeah, I'm not going to do all that. <laughs> it makes it easier my way. And then we just weigh them all at the end of the night. So that's the best part. <laughs> so we don't even bother counting them. Um, it's whoever has a heavier bag. Let's see, what else? Um, and then we have the blood drive uh, for free comic book day. So we want to try to get beat our record. Our record's uh, 100 people. So... Our goal is to hit that number. Sweet. So, and that happens. That's on May fifth. May sixth. Right? So May sixth. Yep. That's right. Saturday, not not Friday. Yep. So that's a busy weekend because you go right from Guardians to that. Guardians to setting up for that to, yeah. At least this time I don't have to wait for a lot of equipment to be delivered. So it's usually a long day. And plus, we normally close early on Saturdays. This year, we're not going to. Mm. For a free comic day, we're actually going to stay open. Um, we'll have a staff member here the whole time. But the festivities are between 11 and 3. After 3 o'clock, uh, basically, you only get like two comics when you come in. So, Yeah, no, look, having been here multiple times for this, you better get here early. Uh, it is. And plan it, on being here for a while. Yeah, it's a it's a madhouse in a, in a good way, but there's a lot of people here. And the cool part is, there's a whole brand new parking lot right above us, so I don't have to stress about parking anymore <laughs> this time. 
So well, uh, I think we've stalled as long as we can. Damn it! <laughs> Has it been, not been forty minutes. Come on. <laughs> we'll we'll do, we're, we're doing a short episode. Today. Okay, good. You've got stuff to do. Fantastic Four. I'm sucks. tired. N- neither of us know a lot about Fantastic <laughs> Four. <laughs> Everything we read on Wikipedia <laughs> and the horrible movies that I yes. looked for, which I still have not yet watched the last oh, movie. Oh, don't. Which I that's I'm not going to. That's no. I I've made that a, a goal in my life to never actually although, watch that movie. Although as much as you hate the Fantastic Four, you might take a little bit of glee in how terrible the no, movie is. No, no. It still means I'm going to have to, in some way, shape, or form, they're getting money out of me to watch that movie. <laughs> and you don't really care enough to try to find it on the internet. Nope. I, I get not it. Even, yeah. That, get that, it. That, that, that's my time, which equals money. So, so yeah, we're talking about the, the Fantastic Four series, the comic series, uh, which issue number one came out in 1961, November 1961, with... Uh, you know, created by Which, their villain was the mole man. Come on. <laughs> created by Jack Kirby and Stan Lee. Uh, more, more on that in a bit here, but, um, Gee, I so... wonder what side of the fence I fall on that one. <laughs> so fantastic four was actually created in, as a response to DC's, uh, they weren't, I don't even think they were called DC comics yet at the time, but their, uh, justice comics? league. Yeah. yeah. Justice league was doing very well. The publishers noticed how it was doing well. And they wanted something to compete with it. So, mm. you know, of course, because they can't create anything on their own, they, you know, decide to copy. And thus you end yeah. up with the Fantastic Four. The What is it? Yeah. The well, favorite family of comics or some crap yeah, like that. I don't sure. know. And it, what's interesting with that is that the Justice League that was, was, was made up of heroes that had already been around right. in DC Comics. Whereas... Fantastic Four was, was made all, up entirely yeah, on all the new spot. created stuff, you know. Um, but yeah, cosmic was, rays gave them their powers. It was a very popular series for quite some stretch of time. Uh, even I want to say when I got into comics, no, uh, I think number no, 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 not that it was popular, but okay. like number one, like Fantastic Four number one was like one of the which most expensive one through eight or I mean, you like, know, was it? Volume one, or was it volume eight, or was the it original? Volume? I might, you know, I'm. It's like, holy crap! How many volumes do we have here? Well, we don't have one right now. Oh, there's up to volume <laughs> nine, or volume five. I'm sorry. So let's let's talk a little bit about the controversy here, <laughs> the origins of the book, um, because apparently there's two very different stories floating around about yeah uh, one Jack of which Kirby created it. So or, the, and Stanley took credit. There. So, yeah, the, <laughs> those are your two stories. The main story comes from Stanley, of who course. Claims that he because he's alive right now and nobody yeah, can argue with can't, him. Can't dispute it, right? Uh, he came up with the concept and he gave Jack Kirby a synopsis, and then Kirby, you know, drew the the images, and then Stan wrote in the dialogue after the fact, which and this article cites that that's become what is known as the Marvel method of comic book making i don't know if that's an actual thing but um that this is the thing right with stanley if you ever hear and there's always a contention about whether he created something or something not those are the exact same words that he uses on every single one Mm -hmm. like that's that's his idea of comic creation is i i came up with the concept and they drew it and then i put the words in i i went through and scripted it yeah, okay, sure you did, you know. <laughs> I mean, you couldn't do that for everything. And then, like I said, the story of him 
creating Wolverine. You know, I mean, come on. Yeah. You old man just trying to take credit for everything. Yeah. It sound it honestly, it sounds like Jack Kirby got wronged by this guy more than oh, more than anybody once. else. But uh yeah, so Kirby claims that he actually came up with the idea for the Fantastic Four in Marvel's offices, uh, and that Lee merely added the dialogue after the story had been penciled. Um and he even claimed that uh the visual elements of it he he was definitely responsible for citing a uh team that he had created for DC Comics in the 50s called the Challengers of the Unknown and uh, this is in quotes from him he said you'll notice the uniform they're always the same i always give them a skin tight uniform with a belt the challengers of the fantastic four have a minimum of decoration and of course things skin is kind of decoration breaking up the monotony of the blue uniform uh, and then he does go on to say that the chest insignia with the four in the circle was Lee's idea. So he's he's giving him credit there. Um, but this is one of those things where it's been like back and forth. Like, who you know, he said, oh, he said, always. although just based on the controversy that surrounds Lee, it, I would definitely be where more inclined smoke, to believe there's got to be fire somewhere. So. Yeah. My thing is, you know, like you were saying earlier, Stanley was going to quit comics except mm-hmm. for the success of Fantastic Four, and I'm just another reason why I hate Fantastic Four. <laughs> yes, this article does claim that uh, it was an unexpected success, and before this, uh, that Stan Lee was considering giving up his life in, in comic books. And then this hit big, and then the rest, as they say, is history. Or false history, depending on whose mouth it's coming out of, apparently. <laughs> so, man just needs to die. Um, so my books go up in value. So, but looking at it, if you take Stan Lee out of the equation, what what about the Fantastic Four? The only Fantastic do Four that I actually liked was the Ultimate Fantastic Four. Mm-hmm. I just it, it was written better. I the thing with Fantastic Four, and like you said, the first movies, right? Everybody. Sh- craps all over those first movies but that's fantastic four i mean it was literally an adaptation of fantastic four yeah um they are goody goody that's what they were they're the poster children for marvel's family first family Mm -hmm. so i mean of course they're all you know oh we get along you know that kind of crap there's no interpersonal exactly oh my god but um you know so i mean that's that's exactly what they were and so I know everybody like, oh, the first movie sucked, you know, and all. It's like mm, that's exactly what they were. I don't know why you're angry. It's yeah. you know, everybody gets angry because they don't get their comic books put on the screen. Well, that that was your comic getting put on the screen. Yeah, and I mean, while they may not have been great movies, they really did capture like the campiness of the Fantastic Four. Yeah, unlike the most recent. The only thing piece missing was Robbie the robot <laughs> floating around, going, "Hi, how can I help you?" So, there would have been a third. It probably would have happened. Yeah, I wouldn't doubt that. Um, yeah, I you know I I don't think I was ever really into the Fantastic Four either. Uh, honestly, Reed Richards has one of the dumbest superpowers. I and I know like people are like, oh, it's super cool. He can do this. He can do that. But like, he can Imagine stretch himself, expanding like, your parts to whatever you need him to be. As a kid, that was not on my mind, Chris. <laughs> And even <laughs> there used to, I think there used to be a joke when I was in elementary school. I think there was a joke that was something about 
like Reed talking. It may not even have been Fantastic Four, but it seems appropriate where he's talking to someone about his powers. And he's like, see that woman way over there? Bam, got her. And it's like, <laughs> obviously looking back as an adult, that's very inappropriate. <laughs> but still funny. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, but yeah, I, yeah, one of those characters you're like, whatever. Yeah. I mean, but like, here's you the decided, thing, right? like, so, sure. You know, he, everybody's like, oh, the invisible woman, right? I had to admit, you know, I, was, I was of that realm too, up until Civil War, uh, mm-hmm. the comic book. Where, you know, Reed's talking, you know, they're in a big old fight. Which is the only time that they seemed interesting is when they were always fighting. And I was like, ooh, they're going to get a divorce. They're going to get a divorce. It became, it was more soap opera as opposed to exciting, you know, comic book reading. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, Reed's talking about how he created the, the prison, you know, and all, you know, doing all the things that led up to Civil War as a part of Civil War because he's trying to protect her and she just gets pissed. And she basically creates a column of solid, you know, invisible solid column from the bottom of the Baxter building all the way up to the top, just rips a hole in the entire building and looks at me and goes, do you think I need your protection? You know, and then takes off. And I'm just like, she's super strong. And just think about it. This woman can create a, a bubble of invisible air or whatever, right? And in your brain. Did she always have the... Invisible force field ability, or was that something that no? She, she had the invisible force later. field. I think she had the force field. I knew she could always turn. Uh, she could bend light and turn herself invisible. But I thought the oh yeah, it says she later develops the ability okay. to generate force fields. But still, I mean, obviously, as with all characters, they they grow right because you know, you know some new writer wants to add something to it. Yeah, change the depth of the character. Yeah. Well, and I guess make her be able to do more than just turn invisible. Right, right, which is not that exactly. useful. <laughs> Um, uh, the, of course, Human Torch, I think, has probably always been a favorite, yeah. just because, you know, he can I, you know, and there was a, okay, fire. And, and here going towards, uh, God, I forgot what what storyline it was, but there's a Annihilation, right, and that featured the Fantastic Four in it, and you know, Johnny is holding the door open so that Ben and the kids can get through. And he ends up closing it behind them to keep, you know, to keep the Annihilation army from getting to them, right? Mm-hmm. And it's like, so he goes super normal, right? And and it was like, oh, this could have been such a great moment, right? And and they just screwed the pooch on it, right? It's like, okay, so, you know, Ben and the kids go through the doorway and they're on the planet, right? And it's like, Johnny's on the other side of the doorway on another planet going supernova. You know, they're all like, oh, Johnny. You know, you don't see anything. You don't hear anything, right? And it's like later on to come to find out that, you know, he just got taken by the army. It's like, well, why didn't you show him going supernova, wiping out the annihilation wave? And then basically he creates a new star, you know. And so and you just you show the Ben and the kids on the planet looking up and they see the explosion. Then they see the star staying in place, right? And then you just keep moving closer and closer in and you get, you know, close enough that you see that the heart of it is Johnny Storm as a, you know, in a fetal position inside of this, this new star, you know, and then leave him in space for a while and you can come back to him. It's just, it's like, I just want to slap some of these writers and be like, what the fuck is wrong with you? That, uh, that sounds like it would have been a very moving 
That's it. It would have been more moving than, you yeah. know, oh, he just, he sacri- just gets you know. captured. No, well, you don't even know he gets captured. The door closes. You think he dies. It shows no follow through on it. And you're just like, whatever. Okay, what happened? Mm. You know, and you got to wait six, seven months before you find out what happened to him. He gets captured. And you're like, that's shit. <laughs> so. And then, of course, the thing. Ben Grimm. One of the most inconvenienced characters of the Marvel universe. One hard punch from the Hulk and he's done. <laughs> pile of rubble. Maybe, and they've had them fight before. Exactly, which I don't understand why he's not a pile of rubble. Because he's not natural rocks. They don't know. He's I'm cosmic not, rocks. <laughs> cosmic rocks. That sounds like a drink. It does. <laughs> cosmic rocks is like green <laughs> like ice cubes. Ice drink. Yeah. All of the cosmic rocks. Thanks. <laughs> Jesus. Um... Yeah, I don't know. They just this team has never really done it for me. And what's funny is they feel like there's a lot that's involved with their comics that affects the Marvel universe in such a big way. Like Doctor well, Doom, villains for are actually their villains yeah. are what affects the Marvel universe. Galactus, Doctor Doom, um, Thanos, all these you know yeah. cosmic well, like the, characters, the Kree and the, the scroll, Kree, the scroll. Ones. You got a Kang, the Conqueror. I mean, all these characters come from Fantastic Four, mm-hmm. and they you know, but it's like they come in through Fantastic Four and go, eh, you're not worth the time, and move <laughs> on. So go on to take on bigger, bigger, well, better. Marvel prey. Zombies actually started in Ultimate Fantastic Four. So, and, you know, I love Marvel Zombies, the first series. Second one was okay. But, I mean, it started with Reed Richards jumping through dimensions and finding the zombie universe. And that's where it all started. And then bringing them into the Marvel Ultimate Universe and then moving them into the 616. So, it's like, you know, yeah. So, I mean, it's good stuff. Good old Reed. Well, he was evil in the Ultimate Universe. Which and the, was awesome. And the the ultimate universe is where they were uh all the younger characters, right? Correct. Yeah. The yeah, I don't I don't really know what else to say about the Fantastic Four. There's I mean, they were to say. they're just yeah, don't waste your time. <laughs> for uh I mean, they were, you know, initially different from all superheroes at the time. Uh, because one, I guess one of the main things about their team too is that they didn't conceal their identities. No, and so that was like a big thing. I think very at the time. public persona, you know, which wasn't really done. Um, and, uh, and then, of course, the whole family aspect. Yeah, of it, I mean, that's but... you know, that's what it was. It's it's their wholesome family book, is what it is. Mm-hmm. Not saying that I'm all against the wholesome family stuff. But, <laughs> I mean, when I'm reading superheroes, I, I want to read superheroes. Now, do you if you're going to give me if you're going to give me something like that, you'd make mm-hmm. a drama. In in this in in light of the fact that there is not a current Fantastic Four book out there, Aww. and with the failure of the movies. I um, like that word failure. Do do you think? And I think does is it Fox? Is it Fox that put out the last Fox, one? Fox, yes. They, they, so they own the Fantastic Four rights. So yes, that being do. said, do you think there is any possibility of no. the Fantastic Four finding their way no. to the Marvel Cinematic? No, universe? because every time it's it seems like it's going to happen, they put out a fucking crap movie, mm. and that that's exactly what they do. They start a treatment on it, so it keeps it into their wheelhouse. Well, and and Fox, even there's even a there's even a, a sequel for the crappy ass 
four yeah. movie that came out. I'm expecting them to call it five. Just because just I know they're going to. Well, and, and Fox doesn't seem to want to play ball in that arena with any of their characters, the mm-hmm. properties that they own. Mm-hmm. They'll continue to hammer out. And, and part of the reason why there's no Fantastic Four comic toys or anything else is because of that fact that they just, that Marvel, Marvel Comics owns the rights to all that stuff. Yeah. And so they're just like, well, and we just not, won't and support it. Send, yeah, they're not going to send anything Fox's way. So nope, they're we're not going to support it at all. Giving so, it the shaft. Well, they're trying to they're trying to make it less popular, so that it's working. Know, well, exactly. So, I mean, they're, they're trying that same thing with they were trying that same thing with X Men. You mm-hmm. know, so trying to get the X Men back. Yeah, and hence the whole uh, Inhumans. Right, the, the push for the, the push for the Inhumans. Yeah. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's very weird to see one what was once one of the biggest titles in comics it's just a just, crap title now, just be irrelevant. Well, almost, it became now. irrelevant a long time before that. <laughs> but I mean, I to be honest, but how with do you, you really feel? Well, I mean, to be honest <laughs> with you, I opened my store in two thousand six. So from two thousand six until two thousand ten, when they stopped making Fantastic Four comics, mm. it was still a. a very, very low selling title. Mm-hmm. I mean, very, very low selling. Like I would kick myself in the pants because I'd look at the wall go, why do I even carry that still? Low selling. But I mean, you know, and every time they try to relaunch it, you know, it just, it would never click. You know, you had, uh, what is it? Here we go. So let me do this here. You had volume one continued, right? To April 2011. Mm-hmm. Right. And then FF happened. Because <laughs> April 2011 is when that Johnny Storm storyline went. F hep, F F happened, and that's when they brought Spider Man into it, thinking mm-hmm. that would actually draw people over. Nope, sorry, that went from May to December. That was a six month <laughs> run, real quick run. Yeah, so I mean, and then they went back and they relaunched in January to another relaunch, basically number one for a year, right? And then they brought in. Uh, volume four, which was Matt Fraction, right? And that was, uh, and then volume five, and that was. Yeah, when you look at the. I mean, James Robinson, I mean, look at the names of the people on them. I mean, you have, you had, you know, Stan Lee and all. I mean, the, the people from original. Jim Lee on Volume Two when that was the Heroes Reborn stuff, mm-hmm. you know Scott Lobdell took over after that. Uh, Carlos Pacheco, uh, Jeff Loeb, Mark Wade, Mark Wade, J. Michael Straczynski, I mean Jonathan Hickman, Mark Millar, Hickman again, Matt Fraction, and James Robinson. I mean these are all top tier names, but the sales were so crappy on. Yeah, and you, and you can, you can really see that because once, once volume one ended and then they tried, like volume two went for very, only thir- 13 issues. Oh, that was the Heroes Reborn era, and which then was just a disaster. Volume three right. had was a like, little bit better. Let's draw everything Rob, like Rob Liefeld. <laughs> so. Volume three had a little bit better success with 70 issues, but then everything after that, just nothing. Yeah, like, it didn't, just didn't work. Yeah, it didn't work. They, this had, this is the same problem they had with Superman way back in the day. Before his death, right? It it just didn't connect to modern readers, and Fantastic Four has not connected to modern readers. So, what do you think if taking no taking all the movie stuff aside, what what do you think they could no do? No idea, honestly, with that no. group of characters. 
No idea. I mean, the Ultimates were okay, but they still were low-selling. Is it is it like, do people, you think they want edgier? Is it just a family thing that's just not that's not connecting with people? The They're too goody-goody? Honestly, I think they need a new relaunch on the movie line to make them interesting, to make people want to pick up the book and keep it on the same par as the book. But good luck finding a writer <laughs> who can write Fantastic Four to make them interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's just, it is sad because so many memorable characters that have come to that. Aside from the four, there's so many. I mean, you, your store has a Silver Surfer eh, no, inside yeah, it. Yeah, but know? I mean, yeah, you know, like I said, Galactus, Silver Surfer, Doctor Doom, Kang. I mean, just like so many of these characters come from them. Mole Man, you know, so I mean, yeah. <laughs> the mighty. The mighty Mole Man. <laughs> But I mean, you know, it's, it's, yeah, it's just, they're, they're a legendary team, but you know, every so often, you know, you can't keep everything going forever. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. Uh, and on that note, it is time for us to end Thank as God. well. <laughs> Uh, as always, where can people find out more information about Four uh, Color you Fantasies? Can find us on uh, Facebook at Four Color Rancho or Four CF Rancho. Uh, we're on Twitter and Instagram at Four Color Fantasies. Um, our website should be up and running hopefully in the next couple of weeks. We'll be there. You can always sign up for our newsletter at the bottom of our website. That still works. And uh, you know, you can always call the store eight five five My Comic. All right. This has been the comic wrap up. We will talk to you after the next issue.